0: Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. So you're struggling with your man. Or maybe you don't have a man because you keep struggling to even work with the man before he becomes your man. And you keep scratching your head and you're wondering... Why can't I make a gay relationship work? I'm good at this. Why aren't they good at this? Well, just might be that, yeah, maybe you are good at this, but maybe you're not quite as good at this as you think. And maybe you need to think about what really goes in to a healthy gay relationship. Hi there, I'm Rick Clemens, the host of 40 Plus Gay Men, Gay Talk, and we are back, boys. Yes, we're back for another episode. I'm so excited to have you here. And before we dive in and talk about healthy gay relationships, let's do a quick check-in every month, the first Monday of the month, pretty much every month. We have a little get-together, and if you would like to be part of those Zoom chats, which I'd love to have you, go to GayMensChat.com, or you can go to... 40 plus men's chats.com and find out all the information. We do a zoom chat. Always have a great group of guys. We always have great subject matter. And there's another one coming up in November the 1st of November, 6. PM Pacific, 9. PM Eastern. So if you'd like to be part of that, please, please, please join us now. Boys, men, let's get to this. Healthy gay relationships. So how do you make one work? Well, not that I'm the expert, but I've been in mine now for over 20 years and not saying we don't have our humps and bumps. Mostly we have a lot of fun uh, humps, but um, I can tell you a couple of things that have really truly, like really truly made our relationship work. In fact, there's about 10 things I'm gonna share with you here. So first, right out the gate, Be in a damn good, healthy relationship with yourself. You got to be good with you. I don't know why I'm doing that Southern draw, but well, I I do because I was a Southern boy at one point in time. But the better I got in relationship with myself and loving myself and not talking trash to myself, not that I'm perfect at it, but the more I was in a better relationship with myself, the better I have been in relationships. And I've been in a few, quite a few. And I learned each step of the way, the better I was with me and the better I was able to see me, the better I was able to see my guy. Uh, Number two, because we're moving through. Number two, hey, ask your man, like literally ask him, like, hey, what do you think makes a good, healthy, not a good relationship, a good, healthy relationship? And guess what? We're men. So it's going to be hard to kind of pull this out of him probably Uh, but pull out. And I don't mean in that way that you just went there in your head, but pull out and ask him to get real. Like literally, I want you to be real. What's a healthy relationship look like to you? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What are the kind of things that happen when you're in a healthy gay relationship? So that is number two. Ready for number three? Of course you are. And I'm just going to tell you anyway, because it's my podcast. I'm going to move you through these. I'm going to make sure that we get these done. So number three is trust yourself and trust your partner. Some of the biggest humps and grinds and bumps and blow-ups that I've had in my relationships, yes, including my one with my man that I've been with now for going over 20 years, I can't believe I'm actually saying that, has been because there's been times we didn't trust. We didn't trust each other. We didn't trust the process. We didn't trust a it, and it's crazy because, well, it's crazy because here we are 20 years later. But trust is a huge, huge thing. And I hate to say it, boyfriend. If you have trust issues, go work on them. Number four is ditch the drama. That goes right with trust. But don't create the drama. I know sometimes it's really fun to be a drama queen or drama king or just to be in drama. I know that sounds weird to say. It's fun. It actually isn't, but it sure is a way to deflect because if you bring the drama up, then it's like, well, I don't want to pay attention to what really is the problem. That's really the problem that's hiding over there behind the drama. Ditch the drama. And number five, don't withhold on sex. Oh my God. And I'm raising my hand. You can't see me. I am raising my hand. I'm confessing at the confessional. I have done this and it don't work. In fact, it doesn't work because i'm a high sex drive kind of guy i'm like okay i'm gonna withhold Mm, actually hurts me more than it does him and it drives a wedge and if you use sex as a way of like gonna make this part of the equation until i get my way well you might just get a little bit of blue balls there boys so um try not to make sex i mean if you're gonna have a really healthy relationship talk about crap don't use sex as a way to get around it In fact, speaking of talking, learn to argue and fight fairly. Now, I'm not an advocate of let's fight, let's argue, but sometimes we're humans and we're men. And because we have that masculine energy that shows up and some feminine energy too, learn how to use your masculine and feminine energy to fight and argue fairly, Uh, which means... Number seven is know when to take a break. Now, that doesn't mean, fine, I'm leaving. Okay, I've done that a few times. And as soon as I slam the door and walk out, I'm like, oh, girl, you're not leaving. You don't want this to be over. But learn when to take a break. Like, hey, I think it's best if we just like, let's finish this for now. And let's do something else. Or let's take a break from each other, whatever it might be. Number eight, don't make it the end of the world because it shouldn't be the end unless it's really truly meant to be the end. Don't make everything the end of the world which kind of ties to the drama. But if it's the end of the world or the end of the relationship, make sure you're really sure it's supposed to be the end of the relationship. And when you do that, you might learn to be really brutally honest. Being brutally honest with yourself, being brutally honest with your partner is actually, in my opinion, only my opinion, brutal honesty is one of the greatest gifts you can give a relationship. Now, sometimes that's going to hurt, going to be like hurt, like big time, like that very first time you bottomed. Okay. And some of you are going, I've never bottomed, I'm never going to do it. Okay, fine. But you, you still have been hurt. Okay. Because that brutal honesty hurts, man. So just think of the biggest pain you've ever had. I mean, hello, I've, I just recently had a kidney stone and that brutally, honestly hurt. Well, brutally honest can hurt, but it can also be one of the greatest things you can ever do in your relationship. And finally, as if there's a final to this list, because I could add to this, you could add to this. We could all add to these lists, but a healthy gay relationship means lower the expectations. But but they have to be, I don't care. Lower your expectations because, okay, yes, I'd like a nice little bubble butt to call my own and have one to be one. I'd like a nice bubble butt. I'm working on it, but I'm 58 years old and the shit's sagging places it shouldn't be sagging. Oh, I'd like to be hung like a horse. Well, not really, but well, actually I'm pretty happy in that arena, but truly lower your expectations on what you want from your man. He ain't perfect and neither are you. Did you hear that? He ain't perfect and neither are you. That's why I said it a second time, because you got to learn to lower your expectations. In fact, sometimes lowering your expectations, even on yourself, that doesn't mean go for the gold. That doesn't mean be all you can be all those great phrases we hear. But sometimes when you have high expectations on yourself and you're not achieving them and you're not getting them in your relationship, guess what you start doing you start making it part of the relationship that becomes the problem. And there's no reason to do that. So as you think about your healthy gay relationships, and I'd love to hear from you guys what you think some of the keys are. So pop a comment in on the website where you can comment or shoot me a quick little email. Say, hey, Rick, I listened to you babble on about healthy gay relationships. And guess what, boyfriend? You forgot this one or you forgot that one. I don't mind getting called out. Call me out. But I hope what we went through has helped you in some way to see some stuff that could just up your game in being in a relationship. And don't forget, join us the first Monday of every month for the 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk Zoom Chats where we talk about all this stuff that us gay guys don't think we should be talking about, but probably should. So I'm going to wipe my hands of this and get rid of you like, I don't know, a sweaty, yucky Kleenex. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to say goodbye for now. And I hope you have a really great day wherever you are or whenever you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life with no fears, no excuses, and no apologies for being that amazing, amazing gay guy that you are. Take care and catch you in just another week. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.